I think it's safe to say that uh, the, the, the greatest era of dominance that we've seen in Boston sports has come to an end, guys, right? Tom Brady, 20 years, New England Patriots, six championships, uh, 20 years of relevance, I guess it's safe to say, right? And this is our tribute episode, Causeway Street. Joe Pavone's here. Sean Dutra. What up? I'm Josue Pavone. We're doing something different this time. We're doing something different. Um, clearly, there's not a whole lot of Celtics talk out there. And in wake of this news, we're de- dedicating this entire episode to the one and only Tom Brady. I will say, shout out to the Celtics. No one got corona. Good for them, right? Shout out to them. Yeah. Rep- reportedly. <laughs> there's, there's still like, that, that's, like, that's fair allegedly there's still a lot com- out there's conflicting reports allegedly they oh they're still waiting for the test oh who knows? shit I mean after, after what we saw with the, with the Brooklyn Nets you never know right but we'll, All we'll, I can we'll hope- save that for later you know we'll save that for, for in case you okay, missed it okay okay we're gonna get it in right. case you missed it today alright let's get right into it you know what Sean why don't you start because we I mean, we nearly recorded this episode way earlier than we were going to because that, that's how fired up you were yo man yeah, man. I mean, there's no, there's no words. It's hard to put into words, man. Well, we actually, we 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 gave you um, some time to process because uh, we probably wouldn't be able to understand what you had to say. Yes, yeah, Sean was had a, to grieve a little bit. Yo, Sean okay. needed that. St. Patrick's Day was a tough day for he me. He needed bro. a grieving. Uh, couple, it was a tough couple hours day. of grief. It was a tough fucking day. It's it's ridiculous. Like like does St. Patrick's Day even happen? No, it was just fucking Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it must have been the strangest St. Patrick's Day. It was a had. shitty Tuesday. Yeah, it was. The weirdest St. Patrick's Day ever. The Celtics didn't even shout out Danny Ainge on his birthday. Did you see? That? No one, no one, no one talked about Danny Ainge. I didn't Yo, even know that. Right. shouted him out, baby. You damn right they did. They always do. Yo, uh, <laughs> no, Frito Brady, man, Brady, 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 Brady. Damn, damn. It's the end of an era, man. Yo, it just don't make no sense to me, man. Don't make no sense. Talk all, about it. All those years of seeing the one and only. Nine. Taking those snaps, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, nine Super Bowl appearances have come to an end. You're not, gonna, they're not. He's not going to take those snaps in a Patriots uniform anymore. I was talking to my boy and his kids, thirteen years old. I go, motherfucker. That's all he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I'm 31. I was younger than you when Brady came in the in the in the NFL. Yeah, but you don't want to switch lives with that guy. You would have missed I so many I great don't moments. Such life, but I just—I like, think we're perfect where we're at. We, this is, this we, is the right age to be. We have, ex- yeah, yes. Right, this is yes. the right age to be at for the Brady era because you remember everything. You essentially remember the very beginning. You remember Bledsoe. You remember him taking over, and pretty much it was the beginning of the greatest era we've ever seen in Boston sports. My man, I don't like we've ever okay, seen. Maybe, so I'm not gonna maybe, say of all time. Maybe sports. I greatest era old. we've ever right. seen. Two thousand and two thousand. Well. 2001, well, right? Well, yeah. He was technically 2000. drafted in 2000. Uh, didn't Belichick take over in 2000? Yeah. Okay. But I vividly from, uh, remember from fucking, that uh, Mo Lewis hit. And that's probably the only like memory that I have from like like vividly from like being 11 years old, bro. Right. I remember some under-12 soccer shit, but I mean, I don't know. Other than that, man, that, those are my two memories, you know? In, in my opinion, what made it so incredible, so remarkable, was the fact that we actually saw one of our home teams win a championship. Like, that first one, at least, right? Oh, yeah, big yeah. time. Because you're thinking to yourself, who's going to win it first? Like, we've, we haven't, we didn't have much hope in the Red Sox at that point. I mean, obviously, Pedro was Pedro, Manny was Manny, but that team wasn't, you know, where it was at by the time 03 hit, you know? It wasn't quite there, so... The Celtics, you had Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker, 
But the Lakers were always going to be in the way, and the New Jersey Nets were right there. So Patino, Patino was still around. Patino yeah. was still around, <laughs> right? That's how that's how far back we're going, right? And then there was the Patriots. You know, Bledsoe goes down, Tom Brady takes over, and then just that run in particular to beat the Steelers when they were the underdog, to beat the Rams when they were an underdog by a mile. If you're talking about any other Super Bowl that Tom Brady's ever participated in, there was no he was no bigger underdog than he was in that first one. Yeah, man. That's I how mean, it all that's how the whole thing started. The the biggest thing, the biggest thing for me that we were so spoiled with over twenty years. Twenty was twenty times probably twenty games a year we watched. So like what? Four hundred fucking football games we watched? Every game. I was like, we got this. Cause Brady's playing, bro. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of shit we're not gonna have no more. We're never gonna have that again. Like that shit is like at fourth quarter you're down fourteen points. Yo, we got it, man. Uh, Brady's no, in the game. Right. We suck again. <laughs> <laughs> but, but before we get there, though, before okay, we okay. get to oh, Christ, bro. Before sorry, we sorry. trying to Rob Schneider over here. Trying. <laughs> before we is that Rob Schneider or Kendrick Perkins, man? I don't <laughs> no. even fucking know. <laughs> yeah. No, don't even bring up Perk. No, no, Joel, don't, I, I, don't no, do no, it. No, Perk ain't doing that. <laughs> don't do Perk, it. Perk ain't coming this episode. Just a quick update, man. I'm coronavirus free, man. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Tom Brady, man. Before. Before we get into the Patriots' future, let's let's continue with this Brady talk because I want to keep it, I want to keep it moving here. Okay, so because you know it, it's so hard to to see a team repeat, right? But that's exactly what he did. I mean, he didn't do it right after yep. the first one. Yep. But that those back to back championships, man. Again, coming from guys who have never seen at that time, right? Have never seen their local teams win anything near a championship, and we saw three championships in four years. Tom Brady leading the way, and you think it to yourself, "Wow, this no, is this just is the beginning." Great, but no, this, but, is, this is the beginning. But no, 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 no. Brady, no Brady, during that time, during that time, during yeah. that time, Brady kicked off though, like the era of Boston sports dominance. That's true. Oh four with the Red Sox. We're probably never going to see seven with the Red Sox fans. Away with the Celtics. That's true. We're never going to see some yeah. shit like that. Yeah, that's true. Like the term "title town." Mean something here in Boston because of damn right it does because of those <laughs> because from old from old two to now like how many how many championships we're talking about here we're talking about double digits championships no I think about like, parades I think about uh, I think duck boats the the Pats got six Sox got three Sox got you're talking about oh, that they got dec- four they got four no they got four. I, I, I thought you were talking about in that decade oh no they, I'm just no, talking about the oh, oh, actually, no that's since, two since in that Brady decade. since yeah. Brady kicked it off yeah. The Sox, the Sox got four. Four. Pats got six. That's ten. The Bruins won. Bruins got one. Celtics and won. won. That's twelve yeah. championships. And that, and not to mention the the and the Brady the Brady years. teams that went to the Super Bowl that didn't win it. Oh so yeah, going to the nine nine appearances in the Super Bowl. For, uh Celtics had two finals champion two finals appearances, one championship. The Bruins three, I believe, three, and three one championships. Three, yeah. Yeah. Three, three, three so three all in this era, like, like. Being a contender, a title contender, almost every year for the last twenty years in in all sports, and you know what too? It's ridiculous. You know what too though? <laughs> every single sports team in Boston. I mean, not the toot our own horn, but beat beat motherfuckers. Everybody, beat <laughs> beat motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every single sports team, every single sports team, whether it's. The Doc Rivers led Celtics, the Brad Stevens led Celtics, the Claude Julian Bruins, the who the fuck is the coach now? Fucking other Bruins, whatever the guy's name. <laughs> I fucking forget. He did, he made it to a finals, he didn't win, so I don't know your name yet. All right, I want to call him the David Pasternak Bruins, but whatever, that's not right. But um uh, but even even the Brian Davidson, 
The <laughs> Bobby Davidson. Bobby, Bobby Davidson. Davidson. Come on, man. Yo, right, the Sox. Get the aliens right. Kona, my bad. You had Pharaoh. You had Gore. Whatever the case is, they always looked and said, "Yo, Brady sets the bar." Yeah, right. exactly. We need right. to win yeah. because Brady is here. You know yeah. what? I'm we glad, can't yo. be second fiddle I'm, I'm, in our own town. Yo, I'm so and Brady made it that way. And now that he's not here no more. I don't know if the same pressure is going to be on the coaches, yeah, I'm the so, ownership, all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know if the same pressure is going to be there. I'm so glad you said that because I can't think of another Boston sports athlete who was more influential and revered as Tom Brady. Not just from the fans, but from the other Boston athletes, whether we're talking about players from the Celtics, whether we're talking about players from the Bruins, I'm sorry, from Sox. the Red Sox. Big Poppy is one of my favorite athletes of all time. But if you actually look at it, Brady is light years ahead of him on the totem pole. Oh yeah, in the for past, sure. you know, like the, like no but one. But the even, respect is so high from Ortiz's end, like to, to Brady to Brady, right? He's like oh. I I I've modeled it's my thing after you, right? Like I'm I'm trying to be great because you're great, and you keep setting the bar higher and higher. Right. So I got, Boston, Boston, I have to New England. I have to take it to another notch because of you, right? Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce. He's yeah. a great example. He's a Pats fan. He said now. the same yeah. thing. Yeah. He's a Pats fan. He said now. the same thing. You look at interviews with Paul Pierce talking about Brady right. being great. And how how I have to be there. I want to be that right. guy. And then how many years removed from him being a Celtic? He was still rooting for the Patriots every single year. Like, like I'm, a, I'm a Pats <laughs> fan now. Like, this isn't like, oh, because I'm not playing in Boston anymore. I'm done rooting for the Pats. No, I'm a Pats fan for life now but that's just because it, of Tom Brady it's a fraternity, and their bro. reign. It's a fraternity. If you've played here in Boston for X amount of years, you're you're involved in it. Right. Even you're Isaiah Thomas. Even Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, when Isaiah Thomas was here, one of the things that I do remember him talking about is TB12, baby. That's like that's it. Like I, I, he he sets the bar so high for like like if you like if you don't make the playoffs, get the fuck out of, of the city. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like if you're, if you're if your not goal, accepted here. If your goal is not to win a championship, if your ultimate goal is not to win a championship in this city. The fuck out! You're not gonna make it. You're no, gonna make it. And the fans are gonna they're gonna they're gonna call you out for it. Right. And like the fact that every single sports team outside the Pats obviously shot it out Brady on St. Patrick's Day, the Celtics, the Bruins, the Red Sox all said one simple thing: "Thank you, Tom." So here's my thing, though. I got a little. I'm gonna bring a little negativity into the whole thing. Right? I mean, you wouldn't be you if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we love you. <laughs> all right. So here's the thing. Put this out there. Just I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw it out there. I might I might even add to this because I'm 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 feeling a little hot still. I'm pissed, man. So I, I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna front this. Talk about you it. My, you heard my Brady moment at the beginning of this episode. Yes. Which is all the good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff, but I'm pissed right now, bro. I'm pissed that this is happening. That this came to fruition, and I'm not pissed at anybody, but Tom Brady. Oh, wow, I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. But okay, go ahead. Nope, I'm not pissed at anybody but Tom Brady. Why are you pissed at Tom? Here's why I'm not. Here's why. Um, Tell them why you're mad, son. This is why I'm mad. There's a reason why Tom Brady's going to Tampa Bay. Because he actually have weapons there. There's a reason, and his name is Patrick Mahomes. I truly think that when Mahomes won the Super Bowl, Brady realized, yeah, I ain't getting back to a Super Bowl with Mahomes in this division. I, I, I'm not going to be – whatever I try to do as a 43-year-old quarterback, whatever defense you want to put around me, 
I I can't beat this guy. Yeah, but and that's the why, first time. Why wait, was he saying that? Wait, though? that's why? the that's the why first that? time. That's the first time that I think that Brady realized like I'm not number one, and I'm a little bit pissed that he didn't even like just just like out of spite. Like there should have been something burning inside of him out of spite to say no. I'm gonna triumph over here, and 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 he's done it every single move of every single thing he's ever done his entire life. Yeah, but Sean, the but Pats now, haven't now. given him what he needs to triumph. What do you man? mean he hasn't given him what he needs? They got the number what one cornerback in the league. Weapons? They, they, yo, they 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 aren't. They signed Antonio fucking Brown, and yeah. then they cut him. Then over how did that later. go? Because he told Kraft to jerk off. Like, what do you mean? No, that was. After he got cut, <laughs> before he got cut, but, that was after the fact. But yeah. no, no. But what happened? Why, why did he get cut? He got cut because he was texting this this female about you know you know shit that he shouldn't have been texting about. Uh, so, he thought untouchable. But, yeah, but Sean, they, you they know, you know that was the weapon. final straw though. That wasn't like the first and last thing that made Brady say, "Okay, I'm up out of here." They were I'll, constantly not giving him weapons, and at the end of the day, I think a lot of it had to do, especially you can't blame the Patriots. No, you oh can absolutely God. blame the Patriots. Why not? Are you kidding me? Why not? They didn't give him weapons to begin with, right? And then second of all, it was almost like they wanted him to leave. It was like, look, we we know. That we can succeed, or we need to start the next chapter after Tom Brady, and right now is the best time to do it. We're not going to give you that boatload of money that you want. We're not going to go out and get these receivers that you want. This is it. This is the end of the line. If if Belichick had his way, Brady would have been gone a couple of years ago, and you know that's true. He didn't want him there. He still wanted Garoppolo but to be Belichick's taking a step. He was afraid to put Garoppolo in the Patriots. over Brady and say, see you later, Brady. We'll get whatever we can get out of you. Belichick is different than the Patriots because at the, at the end of the day, Belichick is going to coach how he's going to coach. Yeah, I, I 100% yeah, but, believe yeah, that. Yeah, but you forget he makes the moves for personnel. Right, but, but, he but signs Belichick people. always moves on before they decline. Always does it. He's hundred okay. yeah, percent. But you can't. You can't help but think that this organization, this team, isn't looking at the past five years and saying, you know what? Maybe Tom Brady is a system quarterback. No, it's maybe Tom Brady isn't the person that he used to be, and we should just cut this off right now because we can move on and still be successful with Belichick as our head coach. No, That's what they're thinking right now. Everything Brady after everything Brady has done, take pay cuts. Like what other superstar of Brady stature takes pay cuts? What other superstar to make sure that that you know the Pats don't have to spend as much I money? What you. other superstar you know wide receiver has he had? Hold on, time out. Wait, just, uh, wait, wait, time out. <laughs> Why the hell do you think they were able to make the Super Bowl every single freaking year? Is because Brady was taking pay cuts, and you know what? Maybe the Brady pay cuts weren't talking into wide receivers. Maybe the Brady pay cuts weren't talking into like. Uh, you know, sexy weapons for the quarterback, but they were being put towards the team to make the team the best team in the NFL. All right, so let me ask you this. Where were the negotiations from the moment they got knocked out of the playoffs until yesterday? I'm telling you. I'm telling you this. No, answer that. Where were the negotiations? Yeah, you know, I think the negotiations probably started to happen, but then once they realized, like, oh, you really want to get paid this time? But I don't think it's I don't think it's money I don't think it's money related. I don't I, do, I really, I I really do. don't. I really don't. Wait, it's two because things. It's money and Mahomes. It's no, money it's and not, Mahomes. It's not Mahomes. It's money and it's Mahomes. Mahomes. Mahomes it didn't is. go through it is. Mahomes didn't go through the pass, bro. No matter. Mahomes didn't have to go through the pass this time. No one's gonna beat that dude in the UFC, man. I think they realize like we are no. Brady's not getting any no. younger. No. The only way we're gonna get through Mahomes is if we we revamp our shit. No. With Tom Brady. In my in my opinion, with Tom Brady, it's about the respect. Factor. It's about do you guys really want me here 
after I've told you for years, I want to play till I'm at least 45. Okay, we're not talking about, forget his age for a second, though, because he's not your average, you know, 40-year-old. He's a couple seasons removed from a, from a league MVP, won a Super Bowl, went to three straight Super Bowls in his fucking 40s. Yeah, he's no, he's no Brett Favre. He's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's I not, understand. It's not Brett, it wasn't like when Brett Favre's time, his time was done. I don't care about the one good year he had in, in Minnesota. He refused to fucking leave. But, but that's, if, not, that's, not, that's not him. He's still a top 10 quarterback in this league. But if you set the precedent, if you set the precedent and you say, I'm going to take a pay cut to stay here. I want to stay here to win. I want to win. I want to win. I want to win. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I want to win. And then all of a sudden, last year, you go, hey, I'm going to play here this year. But this is the last year, my dear deal. I'm going to sign a one-year deal. And you can't franchise me next year. And you can't trade me. And you can't do anything to benefit from me. And I'm not taking a pay cut next year. And then they go, okay, we're going to go out and get you uh, Antonio Brown. We're going to go out and make this thing happen because this is what you want, Tom. And then when that shit backfired, I, I, I bet you the Patriots just like, listen, Tom, we tried it your way. Like, now you want us to pay you $30 million a year, and when, then we can't have anybody else? Do you want to play with Nikhil Harry? When was it thirty? When was it his way? It was never his way. This last was the first year. Time, last this was year. the first time he actually had the freedom. Yeah, because last year he wanted an extended deal. He didn't want to, he didn't want to you know, year to year. He wanted, he wanted Antonio Brown last year. Okay, so he got Antonio Brown. So then for one game, we, we, we saw that. We, <laughs> we were there. It was, we it were was, fucking there. It was poetry there. It was, in motion. It was, it was amazing. It was poetry. It was amazing. So then why couldn't the Patriots fucking swallow their pride for once in their fucking lives and let the thing play itself out? If he becomes a distraction even more and more, fine. Because I, I, do, I do agree to a certain extent. He felt like he was untouchable. I'm talking about Antonio Brown. Okay? Yep. But there's a reason why Tom Brady is still has kept in contact with this guy from the moment he arrived in New England He's to like, begin hey, with. Now I'm going to get you for like $1.5 million, and you're going to come on the team and fucking score touchdowns. So it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of like uh, you decided to kind of trade in a Super Bowl appearance. I'm not even going to say win. Just say, I'm just going to say a Super Bowl appearance because you guys thought, you guys felt uncomfortable with Antonio Brown. That's how I look at it. Edelman wasn't healthy. What other what what other what other guys? They never okay. replaced Gronk. I mean, never, wait, wait, wait. They, hold on. They never replaced Gronk. Yeah. Did you see Tom after every fucking game, whether they won or lost? He looked miserable. He looked fucking miserable. They were twelve and four. They started season nine and zero, I believe. Ten and zero. That team is never gonna win though. Last year. Okay, think, but I why think, do you think? Why do you think that though? Why do I think that? Because I I, I there's, there's a right answer here. No, there's not. I think there's a lot of right answers. I think that injuries and also the fact that. I think Sony Michelle had a big part to play in it. I think Sony Michelle they were banking on Sony Michelle being able to Yeah, that was that was a to, big yeah. to take them uh to do what he did last postseason and he failed miserably. Okay. What about uh, what about when what the about weapons though? I don't want to hear about the weapons because here's okay. my thing. All right. Here's my thing about the weapons. Did you think, did you think you Sanu know, was wait, gonna make wait. a difference? No. Exactly. Sanu was like the worst trade of all time. Well <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying though. No. Like you can't- Emmanuel Sanders went for a third round pick and you got Sanu for a second round pick. That's a horrible trade. Like the moment they got Antonio Brown, what what was what was the narrative? No, they got they got way too many weapons now. And don't tell me about Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon can't make you no know, like what? So then, so my man. So then, why not keep Brown? If you're Again. telling if you're telling me if you're telling me, the Patriots. Well, I couldn't didn't believe they cut Brown and then they traded um, Thomas. Yes, you trade Thomas. I'm just like, wait a minute. That's your backup 
for if this Brown thing. But here, listen, shits the bed. Like they if, did if it, he they did it, runs they, into trouble, you have Thomas. They did it for Tom Brady. They said, you know what? We're gonna get you. Tom, we're gonna get you Antonio Brown. Thomas was. Before we also got Josh Antonio Gordon. Brown, we also got your security blanket in in Julian Edelman. No, Thomas Guess was before, what? but they let him go halfway at, through like, the year. Right before, you're get right after Harry. Brown, and then when Brown messed up, this when all that happened. But yeah, I'm just ahead. saying they did a lot of things to get Tom weapons, and it didn't work out. And I think that's why Belichick probably realized this is why I don't load up on weapons. When was the last time that Bill Belichick actually paid? For a wide receiver, never Moss. because they traded. They traded for Moss. Moss was on a like a, it was, he was like, like a fifth round pick. But but Moss Moss wanted an extension, which he never got because of why? Because he opened his mouth. If he had kept his mouth shut, who knows? But Deion Branch, David Givens. Okay, they Those all were, came. Were they were they on like and they big ass contracts? No, they all left because the they project. weren't going to spend money on the wide receiver position. Yeah, but then what but, happened though? But that's just they it, weren't, They're not Hall of Fame receivers, but Tom Brady made them look like they were damn near Like, Moss is the only, only superstar that Brady's ever Gronk. had. Gronk. Well, receiver. Okay, whatever. Gronk. <laughs> All right. Okay, Hernandez, two. Hernandez. Two. <laughs> Who? He, Aaron Hernandez. He was, you know he was a superstar? Fuck, okay, I got to tell you. He was a superstar? I got to yeah. tell you how stupid people are. Somebody asked me today, were you, uh, I was telling them how bad of a day I had on my, on my meeting at work. You know, St. Patrick's Day, that's my shit, man. I love St. Patrick's Day. Couldn't even go to a bar on St. Patrick's fucking day. You really do, man. You love no. that. I love St. Patrick's Day. Never stopped you in the past, but go ahead. The bars are fucking closed. Yeah, but it didn't stop you from drinking. That's, that's what Joel's saying. Then, <laughs> Tom Brady leaves on St. Patrick's Day? Devastated. Absolutely devastated. That's just the way the NFL and then today, happened to land. Today, somebody had the audacity from fucking Tennessee to be like, Hey, Sean, what were you more upset about? Tom Brady or Aaron Hernandez? And I was like, wow. fuck you. That's not even a fucking question. What the fuck? They're like, whoa, pretty upset about it, huh? You're like, Tom Brady. No, no, definitely <laughs> Tom Brady. Are you kidding me? Aaron Hernandez was a fucking piece of shit. He fucking murdered people. He took fuck lives. Fuck him. Allegedly. <laughs> When when Aaron Hernandez left, the only worry was Tom Brady doesn't have another weapon. All right, let's uh, let's look on the bright side. All right, we got a handful of memories. Sean, you start. Your favorite Tom Brady memory? There's so many of them. I don't know. Which I don't, one know, you I don't pick? know how we go to like favorite memories after he just blamed Tom Brady for for leaving. No, I think Tom Brady left because he wants to do what's best. What I think for him, I'm not blaming him. I'm blaming him for my disappointment and sadness. Well, I and mean, I the- think it's on Brady. I think Brady made the decision to leave because he didn't want to continue the way he did business with the Patriots before. That's what I'm trying to get at. I just think the Patriots are not they're not looking to win another Super Bowl. No, they are trying to win another Super Bowl. Bro, everybody's signing elsewhere that's on this roster. Have you not been watching? Did you not see Matthew Slater resign? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, bro. Come on, favorite memory, and then we can look ahead. Oh, God. I'm going to tell you my favorite memory. This is our looking ahead. We'll look ahead to to the upcoming Patriots season. My favorite Tom Brady memory. I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two. I'm going to be Joel here. Actually, I'm going to give you five. <laughs> That's Joel right there. Yeah. No. <laughs> Fuck you both. Number one, it was 2001. And that time in my life, I was very big into listening to sports radio. Okay. 
Like, that was my big thing, the big show, bro. I would listen to the big show all the fucking time. Dale and Holly, right before the big show, they always, I listen, every single day, oh, I know summer vacation, yeah, going yeah. into fucking WEI, going into school year. I would listen to them all the time. And I remember them shitting on Drew Bledsoe. Everybody at that point was like, Drew Bledsoe can't play. He's washed up. It's two th- Last time he made it to the Super Bowl was 1996. It's been downhill since then. He can't move in the pocket. Blah, 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 blah. And then when that shit happened with Mo Lewis, I remember that vividly happening. And I was all for Michael Bishop coming in and taking over the fucking the starter role. <laughs> and I was like, why the fuck isn't Michael Bishop in the fucking game? <laughs> Tom Brady walks in. You're like, who's this dude? And I was like, who the fuck's Tom Brady? But then, like, I remember that I think it was a Cincinnati game, which was the next game after the Jets game. And the Pats were one and three because they lost that Jets game. They turned one and three. And then I, my dad came to me. He goes, what do you think of this Tom Brady guy? And I was like, I don't know. And then we both watched that game together. And we both looked at each other after that game. We go, yo, Tom Brady's pretty fucking good. <laughs> like uh, we, we won the game against Cincinnati and, uh, Maybe we even no. We definitely won that game against Cincinnati. But I remember talking to him, and we were like, "We may got something here." And obviously, we go on to win the Super Bowl that year. And that Super Bowl run was amazing, bro. Like that was the first time in my life that we ever won shit, right? Like that was like that was remember like that parade, I, I watched man. so much sports. Yo, I saw boobies at that parade. <laughs> yeah, my dad was so uncomfortable. I took my first shot at that parade. It's crazy. High school kids. Um, my other, up. my other, my other memory, which is never going to go down as a bad memory for me, but Brady DeMoss that year, Brady DeMoss, fifty touchdowns. Jesus Christ! You're putting that up there. I mean, I mean, I'm with you in the sense that like every Sunday was like an episode. I'm it, not gonna, it was like I'm it was like the greatest say, show ever. Every Sunday. I'm not going to say that it didn't end badly, but like that year of Brady DeMoss, like just pure. That went unappreciated just because I didn't win that year. Pure every weekend I would watch and just be like, your Brady's going for four touchdowns. Then he would go for six. I was like, damn. Like, this is something. <laughs> like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, like, like obviously, no, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm saying this because I know a lot of other people's memories are going to be the Super Bowls. Obviously, 28 to 3, bro. Fuck, Jesus Christ, man. That was amazing. <laughs> that's my. You're going to shit on all of us. That's, no, that's, that's my favorite. Take all of our no, I'm not. I'm, not I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just trying to pick the things that I know. I want to I wanna think of the deep cuts of Brady. You right. know what I mean? No, I got you. Um, Another deep cut of Brady that I'm going to say. What about the Ravens game? AFC Championship. That was more more Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola, though. Yeah, but, man, that was a slugfest, man. It was just pure offense. It was like 120 points. Weren't you there? No, I was... I was at EEI I was at player during the game, and then we did the post game show. It was one of the most fun I've ever had as a producer, man. Which playoff game that you went to that it was so fucking cold? Oh, that was a Tebow game. Oh, that okay, was okay, uh, okay, against okay, the Broncos. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah, that's when uh, Tom had four touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, yeah, insane. Yeah, no, you sent it was me a, a blowout. We, you sent me a we left by the third quarter because I was freezing. Yeah, was, you sent I me was, a picture of your beer, and you were like, "I just got this two minutes ago." I was numb. Was slush. Yeah, <laughs> slush beer. I'll never forget it. I went to the bathroom. Left my beer alone for about 12 minutes, come back, it was a full slush. It's how cold it was. I've never been so cold in my life. Actually, that's a lot, but I was pretty cold. And that was easily one of the most, like, wow, I'm at a Patriots playoff game for the first time. It's a blowout. Tom's doing historic things. Like, I was like, man, when is this dude going to start slowing down? And this is 
before I had any idea that he's got two more championships waiting for you. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, three more Super Bowl maybe appearances. one more championship, <laughs> maybe two or three more years. No, no, no. He gave me seven more. Yeah. Two more championships. You know what's on the deep It was insane. Crazy. I still remember. Like, this is just straight off the cuff right now. But I remember in Miami, it must have been that 2001 season. It must have been that 2001 season. We went into overtime in Miami, and Brady throws a fucking bomb to Troy Brown to win the motherfucking game. Mm. That shit, like, damn. Like, that, that's the shit I'm yeah, man. man. It's, it's fucking two decades of memories, whoa, man. Whoa, 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 yo, whoa, whoa. just a Miami. And, and, and there's so when, many when different we went, eras of we players, to, you know? When we went to Miami, them. yo, just a few months ago, and you're just like, this is what the future is going to look like, at least right. in my mind, right. for this season right here. These two just, it's, it's, like Randy, it's like Randy Moss all over again. Yeah, right. it was. It was Randy Moss all over again. Even though it was just one Brown, fucking yeah. game. Yo, even he's going to Tampa Bay. You know that, right? You know what else? Of course he is. Remember yeah. that. Remember that, that was part of the deal. Yeah, he's going to Tampa Bay. Remember the um, that was in, that was written in the contract. Yeah, Bruce Arians is like, oh, I'll suck your head. I don't care. <laughs> You're coming to my team. <laughs> all right, we're going all in for this for this season. A, do you want a rim job? <laughs> I'll do that too. Fucking just whatever, Tom. Thirty million dollars and a rim job. How about that? Uh, no, but do you remember? <laughs> do you remember that uh, Saints game? Kembrell Tompkins, that perfect fucking pass at the end oh, of the game shit, to win man. it in New Orleans, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Kembrell fucking Tompkins caught that shit because Brady put that shit on a fucking yeah, platter. I forgot about that on dude. a fucking you know what, platter. You know why I love that game so much? Because I I was eyeing that dude in the preseason, one of the preseason games that I went to, and I was like, this guy's gonna be a beast. And then that play happened. That was my whole thing to everybody. Yo, I told you it was going to be nasty. Yeah, you wanna Tompkins, talk about, baby. You want to talk about fucking weapons, bro? Brady's never had weapons. And he's always won. And, like, that's my biggest thing. It's like, uh, yo, we made it to the AFC Championship game with Rache Caldwell and Doug Gabriel as our number one and number two get wide receivers in 06. I, I it's know, crazy. Yeah, but it's crazy. But, like, but at the end of the day, I get it that Brady wants to but leave and go play with weapons. But, no, but, but like, at the end of the day, like, that's why the Brady, pa- the pass but, is supposed to give him that that, but wait, that courtesy, bro. No, 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 Come no, on, no, bro. Like you're gonna go this out is my on top. Thing. You want to go out on top? We're gonna help you go out on top because you're still a top ten quarterback in this league. Okay, before the Chiefs, and not even the Chiefs, weapons on offense do not win championships. But we're not talking about like three or four guys. One guy. Like if you're if you're injury if your roster was injury. You know, prone all last season. Why get rid of Antonio Brown? I'll tell you why. Because Kraft, as senile as he is, because he's been fucking senile ever since the fl- the flakegate. You know, he just thinks like I'm just gonna just sweep it under the rug and make it go away. Yeah, we'll, ju- we'll take the four game you know, suspension. I'll, I'll, you know, I'm throwing, I'm basically throwing my quarterback under the bus because he's been saying no. I didn't do shit with the balls, but you know what? I want this to go away. So yeah, we'll just take the four game suspension. We'll take the fine. We'll have fucking you know Brady just you know make him look like shit. It's okay. He's my son, right? And then what happened after that? And then he got a, you know, he got his rub and tug. He got in trouble for his little rub and tug down in Florida. And he's like, guys, guys, that didn't happen. Listen, 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 listen. People don't forget. Yeah. 
Yay. But listen, listen, Kraft is like, you know, no, no, that didn't, that never happened, guys. And then, a, and then AB talking down to a female. Oh, no, this is going to bring attention to me and my rub and tug. Mm-hmm. AB's got to go. He's got to yeah. go. If He's I don't go. let him go, everyone's going to say, oh, Kraft, you're a freaking all. Oh, you you, you condone this kind of yeah. behavior because look at what you're doing behind yeah. closed doors. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Everyone, 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 everyone that loves Kraft and Kraft and Bill and Bill Belichick, they can do no wrong. So they can Joel, do no wrong. So let's Joel, shit on Tom Brady today. Joel, what's your favorite Brady moment, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say the <laughs> I'm gonna say the first parade because that was the only time that they actually let the players get off the boats. Oh, that's the rally. The hall, that's the, the rally. Man. But because, they, but because they weren't expecting. No, they, they, you they, know why? They, need to bring back they the were rally. only expecting like maybe like. Like a hundred thousand people. There One was two million, million people two million, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but because that was the first Boston championship in like almost twenty years. I get it. But but mind you, but mind you, the city is a little more used to championships I, happening. I, I get it. But so like, bring it back. Bring no. the rally back. Everyone but needs to rally at City Hall. You can't though, because the new generation keeps fucking it up. I, I thought you were gonna so say because the coronavirus. No, because you keep you know it was I that saw too. So many titties. Like. Like there was, a, you know how cold it was that day. Do you oh, remember man. how cold it fucking was oh, that day? Nineteen degrees, bro. I was a and senior. I was a senior in high school. Obviously, we skipped school to go down there. The only time you it saw, was a half day, but okay. Only time you saw fucking <laughs> Tom Brady dancing on a stage. That year, you never saw it again because they never let them off the duck boats. I, I just all I remember is hearing Nelly number one. Yes, and all you hear was. <laughs> Down, 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 down. I couldn't hear shit. Bro, like literally, bro, there, they were people replaying the game. We were, in, we were trapped in Park Street, like the actual oh, train you station. From everything good. Yo, it literally took us like forty-five minutes just to get out of the station. Yo, I'm not exaggerating. There was the stairwell was completely crowded with people. The platform was crowded. Literally, little by little, we're getting out. It took us about forty-five minutes just to get from stepping out of the train, off the platform, up the steps. To the actual street where it was happening, which was literally like, like probably like a ten minute walk. Once you knew the route, it took us like an hour and a half to get there. And you knew like where the final, where they were gonna stop and get off and talk to the people, you know, and and just rally up the crowd after the Super Bowl win. Me and my me and my friends were like, it's a no brainer. We're going to fucking government center and we're gonna we're gonna chill there. So we're waiting waiting for the parade to end. <laughs> they stopped going to government center by the time I try to get there. But yeah, okay, go ahead. yeah, but you had to get off at Park Street. Okay, but I, we were able to get to government center. And every time they were repeating the game on these like these big screens, every time the Pats scored, people going nuts. <laughs> like it just girls happened. just you know yeah. whipping out their tits. Fucking Yo, the people, tits people, people all the officers around there were throwing things from the fucking from the offices, bees and shit. Like it was fucking Bourbon Street, bro. <laughs> Yo, it Yo. was the biggest party I've ever been to. All it took was Ty Law to show his face. Titties everywhere. Yo, we made a. <laughs> no, who's, made the, a, who's the other one that girls like so much? Um, Lori Malloy. Lori Malloy. Yo, yes. we made a we made a poster. Just lost it. We made a poster. You know, God rest his soul. Of where's Terry? Because Terry Glenn was part of that roster. Terry Glenn died. He did. He passed away. What? Last, last year or two years ago. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, yeah. he didn't. Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, you said God rest his soul. I was like, who are you about to say right now? You're like Aaron Hernandez. I was like, bro, Hernandez was like five when this happened. Yeah, died November 20th, 2017. Damn, that was Brady's first touchdown pass, bro. Yeah. So we made a poster because he had gotten caught that year with selling ecstasy. Oh yeah. So then we did the he had he wore number eighty eight and I and I colored like half of the eights look like E. So it was like where's Terry with the E instead of the eighty eight. Were you taunting? I mean I was 18 years old, bro. I'm not even. I was like, it was, it was, I was 17. Yo, were you, were you bringing up a uh, tough time in his life? No. At that moment? It was, it was more like, you know, this, the team still won without him. 
<laughs> type of deal. All right. Last question I got before we uh, keep things moving here. Um, and obviously the 28 to, 20 to 3 was great, too. Who has more pressure on their shoulders, Tom Brady or Bill Belichick? Sean. Right now? Heading into the new season. Bill Belichick got no pressure. He's got no pressure? What about the whole this team's Tom's gonna, a system quarterback? No? This team's gonna Isn't be, this going to kind of prove that, depending on who he yeah, – no, no, Tom Brady got no who, pressure who, who's taking the he snaps? fucking Tampa Bay, man. Yeah, both, both have no pressure – but yeah, I but think this season have gonna more No, but this season's gonna prove that Belichick is who he is because of Tom. Right. There's still no pressure on Tom. Oh, so then, on Bill, so then in, in my opinion, ask, in my ask. opinion, then the Tom is Tom Brady. Tom Brady has more pressure. What's the what's the record? Maybe. What's the record that Bill Belichick has with a rookie quarterback? Let's say that Stidham. What record would he have if he makes the playoffs this year? Are you gonna say that uh, Belichick? Was only successful because of Brady. They go if nine they make, and seven. If they make the play, if they go nine and seven, they and make, the make the playoffs and get knocked out in the first round. No, he's just saying based on that. On that, and, and you're saying with that, with that rookie quarterback. Well, to answer the question, who has the most? I don't think either one has pressure on, on him, but I still think at the end of the day, Belichick is who he is because of Brady. Now, if the so pass, Brady needs the to pass, make the playoffs. If the pass make the if the pass make the playoffs, it doesn't mean anything to me. Brady needs to make the playoffs. I I think that that's a that's a certainty. Because yeah, well, definitely because that's been the narrative that he, he went have for weapons, the weapon, but he, he finally went for has weapon. weapons. He's got three really good weapons. Okay, but what the, look at the division though. Look at the look at the division that they're both in. Which is why they should both be successful. But I think if one of them is more successful than the other, no, they both then they, they both one has a lot more successful. To brag about. But I think I think at the end of the day, Brady should should not lose more than four games this year. With that schedule and with those weapons, if he is Brady, still is. Yeah, but see, if he's a thirty million dollar quarterback, yeah, as Brady is. See, you just answered my question because if if you said that about Belichick, then it'd be different. But you're not saying that. Like you can't say that no, about I'm Belichick. Saying, but, but, but what about what they're gonna say about Belichick? Just like what Sean is saying right now. Like if if Belichick doesn't make the playoffs, they're gonna say, "Oh well, what did you expect?" You know. No, Belichick no. needs to make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think he but has to have still, a great regular gonna, season. He's still gonna have a pass. That's but I think no, I think he needs to make the playoffs. He's still gonna. Get I the, think he's still if Belichick. If Belichick doesn't make the playoffs, then he's got one more season before they realize. But oh, this is wide open for the first time hold in twenty on, years. Hold on, hold on. If Belichick doesn't make the playoffs, and Brady does make the playoffs and makes a deep playoff run, Super Bowl run, whatever the case happens, Kraft's going to be looking at Belichick and says, "You got one more year, bro." I think that's really going to happen, yeah. and then they're going to be like, "Hey, we're never going to fire you, but you're going to resign after this year, whatever the case is, because you fucking gave Brady up." Yeah. You know what I mean? And then if if Brady doesn't succeed, it's oh, okay. Or not you gave Brady up. You know what? Let, you he let was Brady a system go. quarterback. You agreed You're with right. Brady to let him go. You didn't try to right. fight for him to stay back. Stay here. Kravitz is still going to – it's he's still going to be like, oh, well, it wasn't on me. Yeah, it was on you, bro. You're the owner of the fucking squad. Here's my – here's the thing. you have how much, how much are the, 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 the Patriots worth? You see someone like you see look at the team like the New York Knicks. They're always the highest, one of the highest, uh, you know, grossing teams every fucking year. Fucking, but guess what? Nobody wants to go play there. there. No one wants to go play there. The difference is with the pads. Jesus the pads don't want to. The pads don't want to pay. They don't. They can, but what? They just don't want to pay. They pay Whether, Stephon Gilmore. They didn't pay fucking Randy Moss. They pay Gilmore. This episode of the Cosby Street Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. So we all know how VPN protects 
privacy and security online, right? But what I didn't know until recently, it's taking my TV watching games to the next level because you can now use ExpressVPN to unlock movies and TV shows from your favorite streaming services like Netflix and Hulu, all that stuff. Because of ExpressVPN, you now get the opportunity to get that stuff and of course to get it for free. If you are listening to this episode of the Cosby Street Podcast, head over to expressvpn.com slash street where you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Do I get that Peaky Blinders on that shit, bro? Absolutely, Sean. Oh. So if you haven't seen the series already and you have plenty of time to kill, this is a great opportunity for you to come up. One of the things is that I can't stream heavyweights for free in the United States. Can I stream it on ExpressVPN? You can, Sean, because you could choose from almost a 100 different countries because of ExpressVPN. And right now, just for listening to Causeway Street, head over to expressvpn.com slash street and get yourself signed up. That's expressvpn.com slash street. Let's get back to the Causeway Street podcast. All right. Let's uh, take a trip around the NBA. Guys, how do we do talking about football? You missed it. How do we do talking about football? Let's see if we got some updates. Let's see what Joel has in store for us, Joel. What did we miss? Kyrie's got the fucking virus, bitch. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. Yo, another great Brady moment when he juked the fuck out of Earl Acker on that play. Yo, one of the things I want to make very clear before we get into in case you missed it. One of the things I want to make very clear is I love Tom Brady. Okay. I'm not saying that I hate Tom Brady for his decision. But you're mad at him, though. Uh, it's, that, that's no, what it sounds like. No, it's like it's a breakup. It's a breakup type thing, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's a big breakup. Like, sometimes when you break up with a girl that you've been with for 20 years, you're probably going to have a little spite, right? The fact that it didn't work out and they couldn't fucking figure it out to work it out. That's where I am. That's where I am right now. So all this shit that I've been spewing, that that's where it's coming from. I didn't want to lose Brady. Brady was my boy. I love Tom Brady, man. But did you kind of see it coming, though? Because I, I did. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I, you were 100% I, confident that he was going to come back. Yeah, I, 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 I was, too. I was, I was like, no, I he's going to stay. I'm like, the, the Patriots can't be that They dumb. ain't going to let him go. Yeah. And then, you know what? I was like, Brady's going to really? Brady's gonna, Brady's gonna, like, accept what we have and be like, yo, at the end of the day, this still is the best chance for me to win a Super Bowl. It's with the Patriots. It's with Bill. It's with with whatever that fucking happens, like whatever the every year they come in, they got questions. What's the offensive and then line? They just figure it it's out. the defense. Yeah, it's the true. running game. It's yeah. the wide receivers, and they figure that shit out. Last year was the first year they didn't figure it out, and that's why I'm a little bit pissed that Barry, Brady said, "You know what? I'm I'm I'm, I'm sort of out." So that's why I'm a little pissed. That's why I'm a little pissed. Here's my rebuttal, real quick. When Pierce was the only All Star for how many years? All right, you can put Antoine in there, but like, like a a, a superstar. Until that worst season in like in like franchise history, right? Pierce was out for half the season. They won like an eighteen game losing streak. Danny Ainge knew not only is my fucking job on the line, but I could possibly have to trade Pierce because it's not fair to him that we can't get winning pieces here around him. And what do they do? Fucking got a former league MVP, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen. And in the first season, murder it. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's a major difference. The major difference is. But that was just one guy. But the major difference is the fact. Well, it's two guys. It's, it's different in the NBA, first off. Okay. First off. And second off, the way Belichick was running the team for 20 fucking years with Brady on the team. I get it. It worked, and it won them six championships. Okay. So, like, I'm just saying, like, you can't look at other situations and be like, well, they got this guy. They got this guy. Like, don't. 
they had a system that was working. I know, and it doesn't work is, every single fucking year. It for the past four Belich- years but, straight. Yeah, but Belichick was just ready to move on, man. Yeah. That's the thing. I think at the yeah. end of the day, when two people have the force to have that kind of relationship, right, where you're successful, you know, six championships, like you say, right, six Super Bowl championships, 20 years of dominance, you know, being relevant, yeah. nine appearances, all that, right? It gets to a point where you're like, you know what? We succeeded. We did it. Six championships. You know what? I'm ready to move on. And maybe Tom Brady felt the same way. Maybe he didn't. But maybe it was a sense of, you know what? This is a good time for us to part ways. We did it. We had our decade. Or we had our era, excuse me. We had our two decades of, of, of a run. And I'm ready to go our separate ways because you're at a certain age. I'm ready to go a different way. And you know what? I'm just tired of working with you. I think that that's at the end of the day. You don't think that happened between no, that's those two? Definitely, that's between definitely, Brady and Belichick. But I'll also I'll also relate it to this: the '99 NBA lockout. Right, the Bulls just came off their third, their second threepeat. The players have an idea that this might be the end, but the Bulls had no intentions of bringing back Michael but Jordan. But Jordan didn't go play for the Hawks, Scottie bro. Pippen, no, but he went to go play for the Wizards. And three years later, he retired. <laughs> because, because he didn't retire how he wanted to retire. He still was at the top of his game. He still was the best player in the league yeah, at but that that's time. A, that's the thing about and Jordan. And he was in his mid-30s. So, so Jordan is the most comparable person, but Jordan was a different cat, though. Because at the end of the day, like Brady was like, I'm going to play until forever. And Jordan was like, uh, I'm in my prime. I'm going to go play baseball. Like It was a different. No, he, he got, well, you know, you know, you yeah, know why he was going to go play baseball. The gambling thing. Like, yeah, yeah. There you go. From one gambler to another. I understand it, but I mean, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> at the end of the day, though, at Joel, the end of the day, it happens. At the end of the day, though, like, hey, that, you know what? You know what? Though, you, you put the deflate gate shit in there. It's the competitive nature. Put no. the shit um, in there, right? Put the deflate gate shit in there. Compared to that same shit, like, okay, so they be, still came back and they one hundred percent supported Brady, and they did like, it though. No, they, they took they the did. they took the punishment. They didn't appeal it. They were like, oh. Oh, it's the four games. They fought that okay. shit harder than than any other ownership would fight that shit. They should have kept fighting until they won it because they would have won it. That's for your boy. You're backing up your boy. Yeah, but the same the reason why the Cristiano day. Ronaldo was in Juventus because Real Madrid didn't want to pay for his fine. But at the end of the day, don't tax you think, evasion. That's don't not you having that's not point, having your franchise's players at back. that point in Brady's career. Don't you think that that conversation probably did happen when they were like, Tom, listen, this is this is bigger than we ever thought it would be. So then that's so why. like so like. Do you want us to keep fighting? And he was probably like, yeah. And they did keep fighting. And then they probably came back again. They were like, yo, Tom, we're getting close to training camp. Like, this is going to be a distraction. Belichick hates distractions. Like, I don't know. Maybe I think I think at that point, Tom was probably just like, all right, you know what? Don't stop fighting it. But I'm not going to hold hold you accountable to fight for me anymore. Because at that point, they already got. Well, it's like that's just—I don't know. It's just like I feel like that in the last few years, it's just a. But they uh, did I'm, fight I'm, that shit. An X on they certain things that, that Brady was just finally like. Brady was just like, Yo, you know, I'm asking them for bro, one they thing. They fought that deflate gate for like four different that, courts. Okay, but regardless, in the, in the end result, I'm saying after that, and then it was the Alex Guerrero. You're not allowed, you know, around the team anymore. Bill Belichick doesn't like it. Instead of but Bill's not going to him directly about it. It's like reported and shit. So that means he's having conversations with other people. Go to go to Tom and like, yo, I know you've been here for X amount of years. We've won championships, but I don't want this dude around. I know he's part of your brand. And, you know, I know in the past he hasn't been, but now he's becoming a distraction because I keep getting asked about him. Can you do me the favor? 
like a man and you know what I'm saying? But he didn't do that. It was reports. So you guys are all saying this is the Patriots more than Brady. I I I'm gonna say so because it's like look, he knew his plan. His plan was I'm gonna play until I'm forty five. Like my lifestyle permits me to play until I'm at least forty five. I feel good. I still wanna win as many championships as I can. I get it, he's won six, but he was probably like, I want that next one. I want that and the Pats to a certain extent were like, We're down for you, bro, but at some point, after 20 years, it's like, now you want to make, maybe in their mind, oh, now you want to make demands? Oh, now you want to do, you've always been down with the program. But I think in the end, you should have just gave him that, that one last thing. That one last thing, just to look at the, look at, the, look at, I mean, I can name a bunch of examples, but look at the socks with Pedroia. Why hasn't, why didn't they just, just cut ties with Pedroia and just call it a day? Because Pedroia has put in, put in the years. So they're like, you know, whether you're playing or not, you're still going to get your money. We're not going to just throw you to the wind. I don't know. It's just, I know Petra hadn't put in 20 years, but, you know, that's, he's the longest tenured fucking Red Sox. For God's Glad sense. you brought up the Red Sox because here's the biggest thing that I know about 2020 is that the fact that Chris Sale's fucking contract is like <laughs> the number five or six worst thing to happen in 2020 for Boston sports. It used to be top three. Used to be number one. It was number one. <laughs> yeah, it was number one. It was number one by a mile. Coming into yeah. December, they were like, yeah. "Yo, that's the worst thing of all time." Yeah, that's true. Then they trade Mookie. Then <laughs> they fucking Pats lose. Then they lose Brady. Then the fucking season's canceled. And fucking whatever. Oh my God, Chris Sale's like. <laughs> oh my God, Chris Sale's like, yo, who the fuck cares about Chris Cora, Sale's Cora, contract? We got, we got Cora. Cora, the cheating Santa. <laughs> yeah, thank you. They're not even. He's top five, maybe top five. It's one of the worst contracts ever signed of all time in Boston sports, and it's number five slash six. I haven't even brought Kobe up yet. Oh yeah, and that affects all sports, not just. Oh, I thought you were just talking Boston. Yeah, but no, but don't that, matter. That affected, that affected Boston. Yeah, no, no, no. That I know, but Boston? I thought you were saying. I got you. Like the, yeah, the, the strictly, strictly teams. Boston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No matter. Chris Sale's contract is the worst contract ever signed in major. Boston sports history, and it's number five to six on the list. Worse than Kyle Crawford? 1,000% worse than Kyle Crawford. Wow. Bro, we haven't even seen Chris Sale on this contract yet. That's what I'm saying, but it's still like, it's to be determined. No, it's to be fucking jizzed on. That's what it's to be. (laughs) Jeez. The worst contract of all This is weird. It hasn't started yet. All right, let's get into Joel's in case you missed it. We just... (laughs) I get it. I love you, Tom. It's Tom Brady. I love you, Tom. I get it. I miss you. I'm gonna Dedication buy that Brady episode. jersey in Tampa Bay. I'm just gonna. Well, in case you missed it, Tom it? Brady went to Kraft's house and told him, "Suck my dick. I'm out. Going to Tampa." <laughs> just kidding. He didn't do that. He sounds like a bag of dicks. Hey, remember, remember, remember the, I was, I was thinking, you no know, TB12 TB. Yeah, that's gonna be a field day. Down TB12 there. TB. If they don't know how to market that, then they fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in case you missed it, Kevin Durant among four Nets players to test positive for the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19. Covidian Bank. <laughs> Though the Nets haven't named the, uh, the four players, Durant confirmed to The Athletic that he indeed tested positive and uh, sent out a message saying, everyone be careful, take care of yourself in quarantine. We're going to get through this. Yo, Kyrie definitely positive. And he's so stupid. He won't even fucking. He's probably like, no, man, I don't believe. In... He probably hasn't even got tested. He's like, I don't believe in the model medicine, man. No, I'm see, gonna go no, the, Nets, my... the, Nets, the Nets got tested. No, well, no, I, I thought you were going to say he doesn't want his name to be announced. Like, Yo, he's Kyrie's he's one of the Nets players that they haven't, Ky- haven't announced. Like, I'm not going to change my life bottle, though. No, no, well, okay. Durant went, came out 
and told everyone, yeah, that's I got. But the other players have decided not to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, I thought Sean's gonna say Kyrie's definitely one of them. Yeah, it's like the whole. Yo, Kyrie's where, definitely where, one of them. They probably Rudy, went to a. Where, oh, okay. oh, cut I don't, that I don't out. Know what cut that out. Cut that out. Same thing with the Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. The Nets. I mean, the Jazz never said who the players were. They were the ones that said, "Yeah, we're Yo, confirming Gobert that." Still needs to it's be us. suspended. He needs to be suspended for a fucking yeah. year after they come back. Well, the NBA said they're not going to do that, or the Jazz. They should. So yeah, so you know, uh, how did the Nets know about these positive tests? Well, they paid out of pocket to a private company to come in and test for the coronavirus. Uh, so those four guys, including Durant, are all in isolation and getting treatment by the uh, medical staff. And obviously, the Nets sent out their uh, their press release. One player that tested positive scored fifty-one points against the Celtics. No, no, Caris Levert. We don't huh? know that. We don't know. Wow. We don't know. Don't don't. Yo. No fake news here. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. One of the players were is experiencing. Is there any chance that Jared Allen doesn't have the coronavirus right know. now? I don't know, bro. That dude looks like he is a walking coronavirus. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I don't shower. I just, I just, you know, I just one with the earth, man. Sorry, well, still Jared on, Allen man. has it. Jared Allen has it. I'll put money on that shit. Well, the reason why they uh, paid out of pocket for these tests is because uh, they returned from San Francisco, which they were supposed to play against the Warriors on the 12th, but the NBA canceled all games on the 11th. You know, what? so they were in San Francisco. You know what? San Francisco has like the best of I've heard. Best of what? Gay bars. Okay. Why did I see that one coming? All right. So um, the Lakers, who were the last team to play the Nets, they all paid out of pocket to to get tested and. Only the players, though. They got that. They got that. Like, yo, yo, what you want to get tested, bro? I got you, bro. They tossed me five thousand dollars per test, man. We got you. They just make them do a pee test. They're like, are you sure you can tell I got coronavirus because I pee? They're like, yeah, we can. Five thousand dollars per player. Well, well, speaking of the uh, real quick, the Nets playing against the you Lakers. All, you all got it. You know who was uh, who was hanging out there at these at the uh, the Lakers Nets game? Tom Hanks. No, Tom Hanks was in Australia, bro. Tom Idris Abala. <laughs> No, he wasn't there either. Um, Mick Jagger. No, he wasn't there either. Now, Mick Jagger never misses a game, bro. But he wasn't. Well, he's he's not in the story. Was he there though? Maybe you're right. He might have been there. He's fucking. Dead. He might have been there. He's well, fucking dead. He's Le- eighty years old. LeBron James, who didn't play, yeah, was on the bench hanging out with none other than Drake. And guess who Drake was hanging out with just before the Lakers took on the Nets? Future. Kevin Durant. Hmm. Oh wow! So he I'm connecting the dots now, bro. Hung out with Kevin Durant. I'm connecting the with dots LeBron now. James, and now Kevin Durant has the coronavirus. You do the math. Drake is walking around with that shit, and he has no idea. Or maybe he does. Because oh, I, I thought you were about to say he tested positive. I thought that was your. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. No, oh. I'm just, that's oh. like yo. Like it was, this is reported that he was hanging out with both those. No, dudes. I know, but say I thought you were saying I, about I rap you, lines. I thought you were going to say so, that. And now Drake has just tested positive. Oh, Yo, no, no. I don't know. He knows because he's been hanging out with Kevin you, Durant. What you were saying about the rap lines earlier. What do you mean? There's going to be mad fire hip-hop lines about coronavirus. Oh, coronavirus punchlines? Yeah, they're coming. So Drake's going to be the first one? Yo, Yo you know what I think we should do? Like, Yo, I tested positive. And your girl did too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think we should do? We should do like the best memes. <laughs> the, the best memes that we see. About the coronavirus, because there's a bunch of them that they're, they're, it's pretty funny. You know how it she is. She drank yeah. too much. Twitter is so clever that it's been it's been hilarious the last ten days or so. What they what they come up with? 
Yeah. <laughs> she drank too much Coronas. We was partying. I tested positive. And she's pregnant. With, there, the, with the virus in there. There's no reference of the coronavirus. With the virus. <laughs> <laughs> I give that rap four thumbs down if I had an extra pair of hands. No, you don't even know, man. I was just about to spit that fucking. You know, nothing. I was about to spit that. I was about to tell you my mom's spaghetti. All right. All right, what else we missed? Work, we'll keep working on it. Uh, all over my sweatshirt. So, Durant, obviously, the three Nets players, Woody Gobert, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. And Christian Woods from Christian the Detroit from the Pistons. Pistons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Christian Wood uh, put out 37 before, th- our, 37 points in his last game with the coronavirus problem. Oh, oh, and they the, put up 37. Uh, <laughs> with a, the coronavirus problem. <laughs> they are the seven known NBA confirmed <laughs> cases right now. My <laughs> favorite <laughs> civil engineer. They're not gonna get it. No, they will. They'll get. They, <laughs> they'll get it. Yeah. They'll get it. No one ever gets what we say. Right. Hey, you know yeah, what? Yeah, the coronavirus. <laughs> you know what? Also, so the seven players that have the coronavirus, and uh, all of yeah. all of them are from Brooklyn. How? That's no, not even remotely true. A majority true. of them are from Brooklyn. Gobert's not from Brooklyn. Four of them are from Brooklyn. Four players. That's what I mean. They're from the Nets. They're not from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, they're from the Nets. They've like they were Brooklyn. traveling in the West Coast. When they caught that. Or they brought it. <laughs> they brought it from the West. Exactly. Bought it from the West. I don't know. I don't believe you. All right. <laughs> That's fine. You don't have to believe me. No, I just think that. Do you think that if Biggie was still alive, would he have the coronavirus? <laughs> Yo, how the fuck do you answer a question wow, like that? How do you answer yeah. that, bro? I don't know. You, I, it's a question. What would, give me an answer. What would go into breaking that down do you think he coming would be, up with a you think, probably because he probably you know he would be smoking with his with his boys do you think he would be <laughs> you think he would be quarantined <laughs> think he would accept quarantine now or no do you think he'd be like yo i'm just i'm just like he's just yet. not gonna go I'm nowhere just gonna, i'm just gonna do my thing like, what want, do you think you want to be online saying yo i'm you know i've been in my house for five days he's not gonna say that he wouldn't be like hey this well, is uh, social media this is biggie probably not from <laughs> the uh <laughs> <laughs> Jay doesn't even have social media. Somebody else runs that shit. What was Diddy's album? What was Diddy's place at that point? Which one? What was what, who did Biggie? What was Diddy's fucking album company? Oh, Bad, Bad Boy. Boy. Bad Boy. Yeah, he's like, he's like this is a uh, Biggie Smalls for Bad Boy Records, and you know I'm just very I'm staying home right now. You know, <laughs> quarantine. You should too. I'm in quarantine, and you know baby, baby. it's not a joke. You know, you see like Matt Smoke in the background. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's in the hot tub. Bro. He's, <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's he, like, tell your friends to tell you to tell friends. your their friends to wash your hands <laughs> to stay away from their friends because <laughs> we all in quarantine right now. All right. Uh, <laughs> in case you missed it. Yo, Biggie is immune to the coronavirus. I'm just going to put that over. The uh, NBA is cla- catches some flack, especially from uh, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. Oh, Beady Bob. He tweeted out after, bah, the, uh, after the Nets four players have been confirmed with the uh, coronavirus that we wish them a speedy recovery. But with all due respect, an entire NBA team should not get tested for COVID-19 while there are critically ill patients waiting to be tested. Test should not be for the wealthy, but for the sick. That was his tweet. NBA. I mean, well, the Nets actually responded by saying, uh, we paid out of pocket, bro. Like, it's has nothing to do with the NBA. We're trying to protect our players because we knew, you know, they were out there in San Francisco, yada, yada, yada. So pretty much it was like, fuck you, bro. It wasn't had nothing to do with the NBA. It was us. We decided to take that that measure. I don't believe that's a that's a uh, that's what De Blasio was talking about. 
Yeah. It's like it don't matter where the money comes from. Exactly. There's a limited amount of tests in the United States right now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. Like that's like he made his point. Right. Like, he was he pretty much like, yeah, that's exactly why the wealthy, quote unquote, shouldn't be able to get these tests over right. the average Joe Schmo. Right, because they are. Because they're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for it out of my own money. It's not coming out it's not coming out of like the state money. Don't fucking matter. They've got more money than the Nets, but they don't they can't even fucking buy that shit right now. It's true. You know what I also you know what else I want to talk about the uh, Brooklyn Nets the old Brooklyn Nets situation. What? Go ahead. Um, Fuck this is lit. No, I'm 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 being honest. I'm gonna I'll be honest right now. <laughs> By the way, after the last podcast, we all just hang hang around in the studio and just rented fucking black sheep. Trying and to figure out what we're gonna do with our lives and then until about two thirty in the morning. Then we just watch black sheep. If you want to feel good about yourself, you watch some Black Sheep and just it just make you fucking crack up and remember how funny life is. Yo, but so I tried to after that day I went to work and I was talking to people about like voting and shit. After and you I, said you wouldn't leave was, the house, but I go was ahead. trying to explain to them about Black Sheep, and one of the people that I was talking to was Jamaican, and I was like, "Yo, she just goes in this room with like Rastas, and it's like man, funny they get high, eat all the chicken wings, goes on stage and sells kill Whitey," and she just goes. Oh, she's a female. Oh, well, this is must be, goes, must be great. You know, I've never seen that movie. And that's all she had to say. After I went into all that detail. And I was like. She walked away. It was like, yeah, my boss is racist. And I was like, that didn't go the way I expected. <laughs> like, I expected it to go. Her <laughs> be like, oh, oh, wow. I got to go see that movie. And she was just like, you know, Sean, I've never seen that movie before. It's like, like it sounds like an awful movie. That's what she said in her mind. It's like just go watch it tonight. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, I got it in case you missed it. Oh, go ahead. Do okay. your bonus. In case you missed it, did you hear? Nah. What's up? Sway's fucked. Oh. Did you pay for league pass this year, bro? Well, that's that was actually my next occasion, Mister Bro. Ah, we on the same page. Telekinesis, telekinesis, this bitch. Yo, I'm not on the same page. How am I so fucked? Hold on, so hold on, hold on. You're not notice. fucked. You're not fucked. You're yeah. not fucked. You are fucked because you didn't get league pass this year, right? It's like the first year you haven't done it in a little while. Yeah, it's the first time. Yeah. Okay, so oh, you're good. Then you're so good. You're good. You're good. Oh, you thought I had it? Because check okay. this out, NBA fans. Wow, what happened? NBA.com is offering free league pass, and I get it. There's no games going on, but you have access. To, to the vault. To the fucking vault. Fucking games. To the fucking vault. Of the entire Any season? Uh, no. Ever. What? You got access to the you vault, baby. Any game? To the vault, baby. The fact the they're NBA, not charging for this is ridiculous. The NBA just sent out a, a statement. It wasn't just, but, you know, when this podcast was recorded. Dear NBA fans, with the evolving situation of the coronavirus, this has been a challenge for everyone. And I hope that you're taking appropriate precautions to ensure that you and your family stay safe and healthy. We encourage you to visit NBA.com for additional information on how to protect yourself from the f- and your family during this uh, unprecedented time. Obviously, limiting social interaction is a critical way to minimize the spread of the virus. And by staying at home for long periods of time, this is going to be difficult. With the 2019-20 NBA season on hiatus, the NBA and Turner Sports are providing all fans with a free preview of NBA League Pass, the league's premium subscription-based product until April 22nd. This complimentary f- offering will provide you with access to full-length and condensed replays of all games <laughs> from the 2009 right 2020 season, <laughs> as well as an yeah, baby. archive of classic games and content. 
You can yeah, redeem this free gift. Vault up, baby. Hold on, here's the important part, though, for everyone that actually wants to do this. You can redeem this free offer by signing into your NBA account through NBA.com or the NBA.com app on your iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, Android, all mobile tablets and devices. PlayStation. What's the Roku, first game you watching? And What's the first device. game you watching? What's the first game you watching? I don't know what my game is. Thank you all. Be safe. What's your first game you watching? Uh, uh, first game I'm watching out of the vault, man. Simple for me. I'm gonna go. Game six. No. Okay. Let's ask. Do you got game six? That's what we're gonna do. No, I'm trying to guess What's yours. Your first game. First game I'm gonna see. The first game. Yeah, that's a good question. Damn, I don't know. Yo, I know it's fucking Paul Pierce. Coming back against the Nets, against in the 2002, 2001, 2001, fucking 2002, 2001, fucking season. season, yeah, fucking oh, yeah, biggest comeback of all time, baby. I, that's what I'm watching. That's no, the know, first thing I'm watching. You know what I'm watching after that? What? Game five against the Sixers. That same playoff okay, run. Okay, fine. Yeah, there you go. Oh, you going, <laughs> going head to head with AI <laughs> with the, with, the, with the reigning MVP at that time. You know what I would actually watch all after right. that? All right, I'll keep, okay. I'll keep it Celtics. Game seven against the Cavs. Yeah. LeBron versus Paul Pierce, Pierce, 2008, Eastern Conference semifinals. Yo, we watched that in Honduras, kid. That That was one of the best basketball games I've ever seen. I don't, I don't like when you do that, Best showdown. Yo, I I went to game one of that series. When I do what? You guys just like, act all happy that you saw it together. Fuck. I didn't see it with you. But we were outside <laughs> the country, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we were outside the country, bro. Otherwise, we would have been together. <laughs> It's like twelve years ago, man. Yeah, My bad. That, that <laughs> it was on. It was on. It was on Mother's Day too. Bro. You guys got that That's the vibe, last thing I thought you were like, going to say. Fuck, I remember that game, but not like that, man. No, I went to game. Yo, I went to game one of that series. Edge of your seat the entire game. Man. I went to game one of that series. Entire game. Both teams sh- shot god awful. That was like the worst game I've ever been to live. The game ended in the seventies. You know what else I would watch? You know <laughs> what else I would barely watch? won that game when the Miami Heat had the whiteout. And Paul Pierce hit that jumper right in fucking Paul uh, uh, LeBron James' yep. motherfucking were, face. He was wearing the white, the white headband and yep. the green road. Exactly. Right and, the whole, and he got fouled. He and, got and, and he got fouled. That was, one of, one. that was one of the few moments, and especially that late in the game where I was just like, no, 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 no. no. Like, literally, when Paul took that shot, I was like, no, because it looked like he just it's, forced it's, it. Just, yeah, forced. And then as yeah. soon as it goes through the net, I'm the first one going, yes. Fuck. Yes. No, <laughs> like, no, how clutch is this go. dude, though? How clutch. And the look on his face, too, is just like, yep. He's like, done. Ba- you can read his lips. I'm a bad man. Yep. I'm a bad man. He's not Yo, even screaming or anything. Would, he just has that look on his face then, like he's like disgusted I, with himself. That stadium once, was fucking stunned. I, when, Mike next, Green was like, good God, what just happened? The next game that I watch is the Paul Pierce Al Harrington game. I would uh, watch that shit. 2004 playoffs. I would watch that shit. I'd also watch. You hear Gorman. Gorman's like, Harrington and Pierce talking to each other. And then uh, whoever the ref was, so-and-so tells him to shut up. <laughs> Telling them to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should have brought that up when we talked. Pierce, for the <laughs> Dino de Blasio says, shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the best. That's right, the right. fucking best. All right. Non-Celtics you know, game, though. No, wait, wait. Non-Celtics? Which, which after, game? After all, these, after all these classic Pierce games, you know I'm watching game one through seven or through six of the 08. Uh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm putting on the. Uh, after right. I get my. After I, you know, get my get a little hard there. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh jeez. All right, Joel. Uh, after after I after <laughs> I get which non Celtics game? After I get excited, I'm then putting on the fucking. I'm putting on a championship game. I'm watching game five of the 1993 NBA Finals. The, the Chicago Bulls. No, Chicago against the Suns. That game went to triple OT in Chicago. And the reason why I bring it up, 
Because that was the first ever triple overtime game I I watched live. Who won that game? The Bulls did. Yo, shout out to Tunis. And the series was tied two two. Could have been could have been three two going back to Phoenix. And that was you you saw it when when Barkley walked off that court like fuck that was it that was the shot right there that was it that was it because they had one game four to tie up the series and his interview he says God wants us to win the finals and the guy's like oh yeah oh, I'm sure he did no no he does he wants us he wants us to be Michael Jordan we're gonna be Michael Jordan one game four and if he won game five yo go Man. back go to, back to, go to back to Chicago. Phoenix yeah Phoenix to the with the three two with the three two lead. You know what though? I was the closest say, he got. I'll say this: it's definitely a Jordan game. It's the closest guy. It's definitely a Jordan game. Yeah, I was gonna say Game Six, nineteen ninety eight yeah, NBA Finals. It's either the flu game or it's either it's, it's yeah. that game. I mean, you know, there there was a time when I was a kid in like basketball camp, and they came down the line. They talked to everyone about the favorite memory, and everyone was talking about like Celtic shit. And I was just like, Nah, man, it's when Jordan hit the game winner against the Jazz. We did that a few times in both those series, yeah, <laughs> both years. But yeah. yo, that shit, that shit. Game one in the series, the, the, the year before. People want to yeah. say he because pushed Malone off. Malone missed both free throws. People yeah, want to say up. he pushed off, but he didn't push. Nah, off, I didn't push. Bro. No, fucking Russell's the only one. That Russell's the only off. one that fucking flopped. He Byron flopped now. on that fucking. No, but you know, you know about that game five in '93 though. For me, the reason why, another reason why I want to see that rewatch it. I wasn't supposed to watch that whole game. I was fucking nine. Like it was a Sunday, oh, and my dad, night. my dad was like, "Until halftime, I'm going to bed." Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but my pops fell asleep. Mm. So I, I after after every commercial, I'll be like, "Oh, is he gonna wake up? He's gonna wake up?" No, no, okay. So I was like, the moment he wakes up, I'm gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I fell asleep. I'm I'm out. I'm going to bed." How old are <laughs> you, bro? I, I was not. <laughs> yeah, it was mad young, bro. <laughs> this is uh, you know, twenty plus twenty plus years ago, bruh. <laughs> So after it's every commercial, plus years when it's damn near thirty. Yeah, no, it's I like said way more plus, than that. Twenty plus years. <laughs> well, what year? Ninety three. That's not thirty. Twenty seven years. Well, that's not thirty. <laughs> way closer to thirty. Than I 30 said 20. twenty plus years. I said we can let the people do the math. You're not going to do it, the math for them. Now you want to do the math. He's man. like, you suck at math, but now you want to do the math. No, but yo, very moment. Like, like seventeen plus years, man. Making it sound like five plus years, bro. Damn near thirty years would have sounded. Damn near 30 years ago. Well, the game, I thought the game was never going to end because I was like, this game needs to end so I can be able to sneak off the bed. You know what? Getting back to Celtics, though, I got to see at least like two or three Larry Bird masterpieces. Like the 60-plus point game, his career-high game, like the the greatest Larry Bird game in the playoffs. Like I want to see all that stuff. I never like you saw some of those games, remember like back in the day, ESPN Classic, but they never showed like the, the like. The nitty gritty, right? Or the regular season classics, or like you know, a regular like you know, first round matchup or something where he just went off. I want to be honest. Those kind of games. I want to be honest though. Any game in the nineties, bro. Like you give me some Glenn Rice Heat. You give me some fucking Larry Johnson Knicks. Oh, Starks. You give me some fucking John Starks in the Knicks. You give me some Miller. Reggie Miller at the Garden. You give me some Eddie Jones Hornets fucking games. I'll watch that shit. Yo, you give me that fucking Anthony give me, Mason joints. Give Yo. me, give me one of Sean Kemp's like best performances. Yo, that's what I mean. I'm you fucking, you fucking tell me that I'm gonna watch a Stevie franchise game right now, bro. Where Stevie franchise goes for forty points and Catino Mobley right. goes for twenty seven. Y'all watch that shit in a second, bro. Like you know, we talk about right, the Celtics, right, right. that championship like that, era, like that, the big that, three era. Uh, how many regular season games were like fucking instant classes, classics that we'll never see again? Right? Yeah, you're right. Remember, well, if you get on this this offer, bro, you better watch all them shits. Hey, no, that was just like a like a 
12 minute ad for NBA.com right there. <laughs> you better pay us, motherfucker. Free check. motherfucking league pass. They, need, Yo, they should cut else? the check for that. Once once I get through all my stuff and I'm like, I'm like I don't know what else to watch. Because you know what's, you know what's you been You know horrible? I'm Googling Mil Palacio, bro. Yo, you know. <laughs> yes. I'm fucking watching a Mil Palacio. Greg, yes. Greg Miner, bro? 2000 in, I'm watching, in New Jersey. I'm watching that Mil Palacio. Greg Miner. Also Timberwolves. The, oh, it was the Timberwolves. No, the right. Timberwolves. What about yeah, yeah. Yuri Welsh's game, too, bro, when he hit that game winner, bro? I remember that He's shit. He's just making it up, bro. <laughs> no, Yuri Welsh had that game winner. You no, don't remember did. that game? Nah, man. Oh, you yeah, had a game winner. Nah, I remember. Chris Herron's game winner, too. No, Chris Herron. <laughs> Yo, uh, Chris Herod, I'm from fucking Fall River, kid. I fucking used to go over the Bragger Bridge and get my fucking smack. Yo, he didn't even know he hit that until he saw his face on the newspaper. I didn't even the next know. Day. I didn't even know I, I hit went the... off at 33 points, kid. I had no fucking clue. I didn't even know I won the game winner until I went over the Bragger Bridge, kid. Yo, Joel, the Bobcats game, they had the ball. Something is down by two. Ronald steals the ball. Oh, no, I think Paul stole it. Yeah. Tips it to Ray. Ray hits the oh, three. Oh, that's a great game. Win. Yeah. Remember that? You know what else is a great game? It was like Joel and I watched it together. Like post, away, post, post Paul Pierce. Uh, Gerald Wallace to Jeff Green against the Heat. Against the Heat. Oh, oh we, yo, we, we, we were at the bar. We were in Somerville. No, we were in Somerville. No, I watched Which that. One? I watched no, that with you. No, we were, I know. You met, You probably came to Somerville then. We were at no, Tim's apartment no. because I was smashing no, myself no, off remember, the fucking walls. I, was, I remember being at Ned Devine's nope. with Evan and this. I'm pretty sure you was there nope. with me um, and Evan. I don't know. Were you talking about the Jeff Green one? The Jeff Green one right in after the corner? It was like 2000, 2013, 14 season. Right? It was like the beginning of the season. I was at Tunis's. It was at the beginning of the season. It was like the... the First time playing against the Heat. Yeah, we're at Ned Devine's. Red Ned right. Devine's with yeah. Evan. You know what I remember? Because I went nuts and my elbow hit this drink and went all over this girl behind me. Ooh. Yeah, that was when Tim Tim realized first that he was going to get probably kicked out of his apartment. Crazy nights. All Yo, right. Shout out to Hong Kong. Shout out to my boys hunting to Hong Kong, man. You know who I really feel for in times like these? The chicken man. Oh, the, you're right. How is he making money? The chicken teriyaki guy. Come on. You're right. I don't know. He's not. He can't sell a chicken teriyaki for a dollar. Unless, he's, del- right unless he's delivering it himself. Genius. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Imagine if they had just, they multiplied they the chicken teriyaki guy. Now. And they were like, yo, $5 no delivery fee. We're just going to drop these off at your house. I get mad chicken teriyaki in a stick. I would too. All right. And in case you missed it, the Celtics will reportedly pay team employed game night personnel. To the rest of the regular season. So whenever that That's what's up. decides to you know pop up, I but they're paying it out of their own pocket because they share the building. For those that don't know, with the Bruins, the owner of the Bruins owns TD Garden, and guess who's not going to put in their part? Jeremy the Jacobs, fucking Bruins, pussy. This guy's the cheapest motherfucker in the world. That's fucked up, dude. I think that's fucked up. Another reason yeah, why, you yo, do? Zion Williams. Another reason, he's another reason why everybody you know, the Bruins have a fucking center. Like, Isn't that like crazy? A, what? Zion Williams said, said he's going to pay for every person's salary yeah. in the smoothie. Yeah, game he's donating like a like a hundred thousand, right? Something no, like that. No, no, no. He's just going to pay. Oh yeah, he's not, yeah, he didn't put him out. Yeah, there's right, players yeah. that said a hundred thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. towards the team, and then Zion's like, I'm just going to pay yeah, for everybody. Yeah. yeah, you're right. He did say that. Good for him. At 19 years old. No, fuck that. What? The NBA owner should be paying that oh, shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you got your rookie playing. A motherfucking 19-year-old is going to pay for this shit. <laughs> get the teenager paying, paying for, for everybody. That yeah. you're 60 and you fucking sucked on That's your mommy's point. fucking tit for fucking 40 years and fucking right. now All got right. mad dough. You got billions now. of dollars. You're not going to pay the salary. Right. You got to wait for a 19-year-old to come in and say he's going to do Sean's it. Sean's officially in St. Patrick's Day mode right now. So. All right. Should wrap this up soon. Well, yeah, you probably should. 
that's it for this edition. <laughs> Ship it up to Boston. Oh, the COVID-19, in case you missed it. Yo, um, oh, man. How many times are you going to have to say that? Because I'm telling you guys. Well, you guys already know. At least till June. In my opinion, hey, later than that. But nothing stops on social media, guys. At Causeway Street. That's right. We're, we're in quarantine, but we're still pumping out content. I Good live up. in the... Coronavirus era. And of course, we appreciate the support, guys. Of course, CausewayStreet.com. Ain't you nobody know, check us out. All better. of our episodes. Hit us up, up on Twitter. We got plenty Everybody's of content for you. Sick. What's up for next week, fellas? You guys remember? What are we doing next week? Uh, Top 25 yeah, NBA players, about guys. That time, all right. About that time, about that Get time. your list ready. We're really doing this? We're going to have to debate this out like we always do year after year. Yeah, we're really doing it. And you know what? Top 25 NBA players list. To this point. To this point. As we always do. It's like halfway through the year. We're a little bit late on this. No, a little bit. We're like uh, like two months late. Yeah, Yeah, so we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. No, no, the point is that it's here now. No, we were in the Dominican. We all got fucked up. What the fuck were we doing? Well, the fuck are you were getting married. Yeah, that's exactly what we were doing. Guilty. It was an all-star weekend thing. Yeah, and yeah, obviously, yeah. we were yeah. not in the States at that time. So. But we're doing it now. So it was a perfect opportunity, guys. So everybody, you know what? If you want, get your list to, get your list ready. See how it measure measure ups to us. Yo, Tweet it at us. You know what's funny, too? is uh, We'll discuss. We'll debate next week. I was thinking about the number 25 and how much it means to society. What? You're just talking crazy now. All right. No, seriously. We, we, we've gone way past the point where Sean is, starts making sense. All right. We are back here. 25 years is 20. I'm just I'm fucking with you. All right. Top 25 list next week. Uh, also, we also, Stay safe, everyone. Tommy, wash I love your fucking you, hands. I love you. Well, wash your hands. Social distancing, baby. Tom Brady, you're the best, man. I love Tom Brady. You deserve man. better, bro. You deserve better. Hey, 28-3, baby, 28-3. The greatest no, Boston sports athlete of all time. How I hope many, you guys. How many times have you said Celtics game, John? It was crazy. Greatest. He, was, he loved basketball. Still loves basketball. I still love Tom. How do I say goodbye to what we have? The good time that made us laugh I'll wait and back I thought we'd get to see forever But forever's gone away It's so hard to I would have to say my favorite Tom Brady memory is a 23-year-old kid from San Mateo, California, with his hands on his head in New Orleans on February 3rd, 2002, shaking his head in disbelief that he just beat the greatest show on turf. The last-minute field goal by Adam Vinatieri to set up what becomes the greatest dynasty in American sports history. Well, my favorite Tom Brady moment is actually a collection of moments, a collection of games, if you will, uh, dating back to the 2016 NFL season. And you'll recall that was the season that started with the four-game Tom Brady to Slate Gates suspension, where 
Jimmy Garoppolo started a couple of games. He got hurt. Then Jacoby Brissett started a couple of games. Patriots actually went three and one. But when Tom Brady returned in Cleveland, that was one of my favorite moments covering Tom Brady because he was out to prove a point. The eyes of the football and sports world were on him, and he delivered in absolute classic fashion. And he uh, threw four touchdown passes, threw for 325 yards in Cleveland against the Browns, and that started a remarkable season, that 2016 season that, of course, ended with the Patriots coming from behind erasing the 28-3 deficit against the Falcons and winning Super Bowl 51. Tom Brady, as a starting quarterback in that 2016 season, including playoffs, 14-1. and Yo, this is Tunis. Uh, so, yeah, for my favorite Brady moment, I'm going to have to go with, I think it was the undefeated season when that dude, uh, Anthony Smith from the Steelers, was running his mouth before the game. And uh, they said something to Brady in one of his press conferences, like on Friday or something before the game, and he just gave a little smirk, just looked at the camera, didn't say anything, and just let his work, let his game uh, talk for him. And he threw like three or four touchdowns right at Anthony Smith and went right up to him uh, after the first one. And he was just yelling, barking at him, barking at him. That's when I kind of realized this dude – He's not normal. <laughs> so that's definitely my favorite favorite Brady moment, even though we didn't win the Super Bowl that year. It was some fucking bullshit, but there it is. Peace. Hello, I'm calling with my favorite Tom Brady moment. I would have to say it is absolutely after the first Super Bowl win that he had in 2002 when he was celebrating with Drew Bledsoe and smacking him on the chest on the shoulder pads and saying, we won, we won. And the picture of him with his hat on backwards and the eye black and he's got the T-shirt on and he can't believe it, that's the best image that I have because those were dark times before they won that first Super Bowl and he did it. And I like that he celebrated with Drew Bledsoe. I was a big Drew Bledsoe fan. It was hard to have him replaced, but it all worked out, obviously. But um, that's definitely my favorite Super Bowl and my favorite image of Brady that I will keep. Hopefully, we have an interesting season going forward. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hey, what's up, fellas? Stu, how we doing? Talking Brady today. Obviously, sad news to hear he's going. But uh, we're here to talk about uh, happy moments. Looking back at the thousands of moments, I've got to pick something that's on the personal level. So I'd say uh, Super Bowl 49, uh, Dutra, you remember, we were all over at Garrett's watching the game and uh, passed it down in the second half. We all run outside, grabbed the uh, the Jeep seat out of the back of Garrett's Jeep, dragged it back up into the apartment, threw it on the floor in the middle of the living room because we thought apparently in our drunken state that that was going to bring good luck to the Pats. And obviously it does because Brady throws a fucking drop in the bucket to Gronk touchdown just barely down then next drive eight out of eight edelman gets the score patriots take the lead and that's when the shit goes downhill all of a sudden we get that classic giants last play down there catch on the helmet type bullshit and we're all sitting there thinking great marshall lynch about to take this thing in next thing you know it 
Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson, pulled a straight dumbass move, throw the interception to Butler, and that was a big moment. But the the thing that I remember the most from that game is when they flashed the Brady on the sideline and he's jumping up and down. Never forget that moment, how excited he was. We're going nuts, jumping just as much in Garrett's living room, tackling each other. I think think somebody threw the Jeep seat off the porch, if I remember right. Just a wild, crazy night. You know, never thought we'd top that. And then next Super Bowl gets the uh, Falcons. Got just about right as close. Always great memories with Brady. And uh, we're going to miss the big guy. And uh, we'll have to get down to Tampa Bay and get shit-faced down there and see some games and uh, enjoy the heat. All right, boys. Catch you later. So... I think my greatest memory of Tom Brady would have to be, and I know it's kind of cliche, but it would probably have to be that first Super Bowl against the Rams. I remember like yesterday, I mean, you're, you're talking about this guy where you just had this ridiculous season that you're like, at every single juncture of the whole year, you're sitting there like, okay, this is going to come to an end. Okay, this week is going to come to an end. Okay, first round, <laughs> first round of the playoffs, this is going to come to an end. And you had the open game, and you had all these other things, and it was just, um, it was just a fairy tale throughout the course of that entire year, and then that Super Bowl kind of encompassed all of it. You get to that point where eventually it was just like, okay, you know, this is, this is happening, and you know, it was the first time I think in Boston sports where we could look at, at least in our era, you know, look at it and be like, wow, we're actually going to win this thing. And I, you know, I remember that, that last drive, every single throw, the look on his face, the demeanor, it was just so cool. And, you know, that first time, and I think as a Boston sports fan, and I could sit back and say, you know what, we got this thing, and this guy is going to get it for us. So I have to say that first Rams Super Bowl, that would be uh, what I would vote for as my moment. That goes going to stick with me as a, as a Tom Brady lifetime fan. And I'll take with me the memory. 